Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Revelation chapter 6. I watched as the Lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder, Come. I looked, and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow, and he was given a crown, and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. When the Lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come. Then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make people kill each other. To him was given a large sword. When the Lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures, saying, Two pounds of wheat for a day's wages, and six pounds of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil and the wine. When the Lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony they had maintained. They called out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? Then each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the full number of their fellow servants, their brothers and sisters, were killed just as they had been killed. I watched as he opened the sixth seal. There was a great earthquake. The sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat hair. The whole moon turned blood red, and the stars in the sky fell to earth as figs drop from a fig tree when shaken by a strong wind. The heavens receded like a scroll being rolled up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. Then the kings of the earth, the princes, the generals, the rich, the mighty, and everyone else, both slave and free, hid in caves and among the rocks of the mountains. They called to the mountains and to the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who can withstand it? As we begin this chapter, we recall from the previous words of John that the Lamb who was slain was the only one who was found in heaven or in earth who was worthy to open the seals and the scroll. And so this begins the opening of the scroll and the breaking of the seven seals. So in verse 1 we read, I watched as the Lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder, Come. I looked, and there before me was a white horse. 
Its rider held a bow, and he was given a crown, and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. And so in this imagery of the first seal, obviously there's a rider on a white horse who's wearing a crown, and he's going out as a conqueror bent on conquest. But this idea of horses, spiritual horses, having authority and having something to do uh, with the Lord, this is not unique to the book of Revelation. The readers and the hearers of this document uh, may have recalled the words of Zechariah, Zechariah 1.8, During the night he had a vision, there before him was a man re- mounted on a red horse. And so here we have another horse, a spiritual horse and a vision. He was standing among the myrtle trees in a ravine. Behind him were red, brown, and white horses. So we have four different horses mentioned in there. And then Zechariah asked the angel, who are these horses? What do they represent? And the man standing among the myrtle trees explained to Zechariah, they are the ones that the Lord has sent to go out through the earth. And so this is not the only mention in Zechariah of these spiritual horses. In chapter 6, Zechariah looked again and saw four chariots coming out, and the first chariot had red horses, plural. The second chariot had black horses, the third chariot had white horses, and the fourth had uh, spotted horses, speckled horses. All of them were powerful. Once again, he asked the angel, what are these? Who are these? And the angel answered him, these are the four spirits of heaven going out from standing in the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. And so these spiritual horses, they represent spiritual beings, angelic powers, very powerful beings standing in the presence of Almighty God. In Revelation, the readers uh, in chapter 6 would have immediately thought of Zechariah's prophetic vision that he had seen previously having to do with these spiritual horses uh, in chapter 1 of Zechariah and chapter 6 of Zechariah. That's one continuous night vision in chapters 1 through 6. But these spiritual horses appeared with four different manifestations and colors in Zechariah, and the same thing happens in Revelation. In verse 3 we read, When the Lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come. Then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make people kill each other. To him was given a large sword. And so this horse is a red one. Zechariah had previously seen a red one. Uh, the horse before this was a white one. Zechariah had previously seen white horses. In Revelation, this um, horse and its rider represent the power to take peace from the earth and to make people kill each other. And so as a symbol of that, the rider was given a large sword. Then Jesus broke the third seal on the scroll. And when he had opened the third seal, John heard the third living creature say, Come. And I looked, and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures, saying, Two pounds of wheat for a day's wages, and six pounds of barley for a day's wages. Do not damage the oil and the wine. And so this black horse and its rider represents famine being poured out on the earth. And uh, once again, this black horse uh, was the same as Zechariah had previously seen black horses in chapter 6 of Zechariah. Then Jesus broke the fourth seal on the scroll. In verse 7, we read, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close behind him. 
They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beast of the earth. Now, at this point, I just want to point you toward the obvious fact that Jesus is releasing these judgments on the earth. By breaking these seals in each uh, successive pattern of events that occurs after the breaking of the seal, Jesus is releasing these judgments on the earth. And so, um, uh, whereas he may not be participating directly as horsemen in these visions, he's certainly responsible for releasing them. And I have read some commentaries that uh, make Jesus the rider on each of the horses, that they're each representative of certain aspects of the judgment that was promised to come through the Messiah. And that's certainly true. But whether he's the rider on each horse, I can't say for certain, but he is definitely the one who's releasing the the rider and horse judgments. In verse 9, we read that Jesus broke the fifth seal. And when he broke the fifth seal, John saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony they had maintained. They cried out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? Then each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the full number of their fellow servants uh, had been killed, just as they had been. Then Jesus broke the sixth seal on the scroll, and there was a great earthquake. The sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat's hair. The whole moon turned blood red, and the stars in the sky fell to the earth. The heavens receded like a scroll being rolled up, and every mountain was removed from its place. And so this is another huge judgment being poured out on the earth. So you would think, friends, that as these judgments are poured out by Jesus on the earth, that those living on the earth would respond with repentance and crying out to God. But actually, they didn't. We read in verse 15, Then the kings of the earth, the princes, the generals, the rich, the mighty, and everyone else, that's the whole planet, both slave and free, hid in caves and among the rocks of the mountains. They called out to the mountains and to the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who can withstand it? So rather than repent, they tried to hide, just like Adam and Eve in the garden with the original sin. When God came to call them to account for their sin, uh, they tried to hide from God. And these people, once again, tried to hide from God. Rather than turn to God and repent and beg for mercy, they tried to hide themselves. And of course, that's a futile effort. And all this is, is during the uh, wrath of him who sits on the throne and the wrath of the Lamb. So as to the unveiling of Jesus Christ in this chapter, Jesus is the one who breaks all of the seals, releasing judgment on the earth. Jesus, along with him who sits on the throne, is credited with this wrath that is being poured out that men are trying to hide themselves from. But this same Jesus in the time that we now live, is calling out to all of mankind to turn toward him so they will not have to face the wrath that is to come. So, Lord, we respond as representatives of those on the earth, and we do cry out for your mercy for ourselves and for our friends and family. Lord, deliver us from the wrath that is to come. May all of our friends and family and loved ones, may all that live on this planet turn to Jesus and bow their knees willingly now. Lord, these judgments are surely to come. 
famines and plagues and pestilences and earthquakes and signs in the heavens. All of these things are going to occur. Lord, we pray that we would turn to Jesus today, that all would turn to Jesus today while there's still time, and ask for mercy now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.